Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. And this is episode four, season 21, episode four. And we are cruising through some fandoms. We are zooming through the multiverse. We really are. We're stepping on the gas. We're stepping on the ass. Huh? Needs work. (laughs) (laughs) That's what four drinks in feels like. Again, you don't have to drink to enjoy this podcast, but sometimes this podcast will make you want to drink. Um, It... uh, (laughs) Uh, That's like such a dad joke, Danny. I love it. I'm getting confident. Sometimes this podcast will make you drink. That's that fourth one. You know, you're like, you're like finally fully feeling it and, you know, a little loopy. So let's see what happens. Allie, we were actually talking about alcohol earlier today. This sounds like a plant, but we were talking about espresso martinis being the new Aperol spritz. Like they're just, I feel like they're on social media all over the place. Like not that they have anything in common. And I love both of those drinks. They're delicious. What's your occasion for an espresso martini? Isn't it so heavy? It's only dessert, isn't it? No, I think it's really light and delicious. They are everywhere. Yeah. But they will knock you on your ass. Yeah, that was our convo is that two martinis and you might as well check yourself into a <laughs> hospital to get your stomach yeah. pumped. <laughs> two espresso martinis. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty light. And if you are trying to keep yourself awake... I guess, and go out and hang. I'll do it. One and done. If you're ready to rage. Since Four Locos went away in their original Uh, state, we're stuck with espresso martinis. Right before Four Loco went off the market, (laughs) at least in the original form that it was on the market, um, Matt and I and a couple of our friends, we bought a whole slew of it to see like- Is it everything it's cracked up to be? (laughs) Let's get four loco tonight. And how many people did not make it? (laughs) And we are down four friends. (laughs) All four locos did not make it. Do you rate it zero out of four locos? Because that's (laughs) zero out of four locos. (laughs) I never tried it. You know what I was thinking was like the grossest one that got you really um, messed up in college was, uh, oh shoot, it's a silver can of disgusting beer that's really high gravity. Oh my gosh. Old English? No, no, no. No. It starts with an S. Steel Reserve? Yes, Steel Reserve. Oh, so dirty. It's such a dirty beer. Oh. Like, what is the alcohol content of it? It's a high-gravity lager. It was cheap. Oh, so cheap. Tastes like gasoline. That's all you could afford. Oh. You'd buy a 40 of Steel Reserve, and you'd kill it all night. It's and- like 8% ABV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. that'll do it. Whew. My buddy Craig from high school used to drink Steel Reserve. 
Oh, I can like smell it right now. Gag. Tough stuff. Gross. I was going to ask you guys what your go-to cocktail, like if you were going to have, if you were at a cocktail bar in Chicago, like what is, what is going to be your cocktail order? If I'm just ordering not from the menu, I always order a Tito's and water with lemon, which is, (sighs) sounds like just the most pathetic, boring drink. So sad. But it keeps me hydrated it's like drinking lemon water. It is the saddest. It is a cry for help. That's a cocktail should be called a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's anything with like lavender, basil, strawberry, like anything muddled, I'm really into. <laughs> but I like a gin or a vodka. I'm not into- You like the clear spirits. I don't even drink that much, yeah. but I like the clear spirits, yeah. I'll have water down vodka or- Do you have a cocktail that other table left and the ice has melted? I'll have that. <laughs> I'll have that. Add a lemon. <laughs> Make it a double. <laughs> I don't want scurvy. I know. <laughs> I don't want scurvy. And we're back to pirates. <laughs> like our peg leg jizz. Like our jizz. <laughs> I don't want scurvy in my vodka. <laughs> I didn't know. I used to call that a dirty water, not realizing that dirty implies like olives. And so I used to go, I used to saddle up to the bar trying to make it happen and be like, I'll have a dirty water. And they'd be like, She's in branding, folks. She's going to try to elevate it somehow. (laughs) I tried to market the hell out of it. It never took. I'll have a water with olive juice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your fatal flaw, Allie, is that you don't like, and when it comes to cocktails, you don't like anything fizzy. So like that's why she because no. I don't think people would be like ugh to a vodka soda that's a very classic it's the fact that it's still water yeah. is so upsetting is it warm <laughs> like water still flat still tepid sure I'll take a tepid I drink like you like warm cocktails as well you'd be like ah oh, is there allspice can you heat it up <laughs> I would I would I would drink like a lukewarm cocktail and be completely satiated <sighs> yeah I don't like um, carbonation and I don't like anything that's like super sugary tasting. Yeah. Like a Cosmo, mm-hmm. things like that, I'm like, I'm out on. Yeah. It's the good parts. Even a margarita can be tough for me. I'm like, ooh, put a little bit more salt on that rim to balance it out because it's- <laughs> Let's see what's yours. So my like regular order of a cocktail would just be a classic margarita, but I'm always obnoxious being like, do you have fresh lime juice? Because I don't want, if it's like a sour mix- Scurvy. And because again, because I don't, <laughs> don't want scurvy either. <laughs> Citrus. <laughs> No scurvy here, folks. I do not want scurvy. No. <laughs> not on this podcast. <laughs> not before the wedding. No. Can't risk it. No. <laughs> oh, I was trying, in my head, I was thinking of scurvy and curvy, but I can't really make that work right now. But then, like, if I was at a fancy cocktail bar, I'm going to like a Boulevardier or like, you know. Oh. I like a Negroni. Mm. Classy. Delicious. Not for me personally, but objectively. <laughs> Delicious for someone. Well, for those of us who would like our drinks to taste like something, I don't, that's sort of crazy. <laughs> I'll just have um, a Ritz cracker and vodka. Thank you. No, one of those premium. I'll just have a saltine. I'll just have a saltine and a lime. Saltine. Thank you. <laughs> Danny? Uh, my drink is a, a dirty martini, extra dirty blue cheese olives. Because oh, I like oh. to drink a sandwich. Yeah, you want a snack. Mm. I like it. Yeah, it's like you get two slices of bread with that. I will say I have scurvy. <laughs> I I am finally letting everybody know that I am scurvilicious. 
I feel like you might also have gout at this point if you drink a lot of dirty vodka. Yeah. It's a double whammy. I don't feel good, but I'm drunk. I'm full, but I do have I'm drunk and very bloated. And then if I'm like if I'm not, if like at a bar, I'll sometimes do like a whiskey on the rocks and Marco has to be like, that's just straight whiskey, so you have to slow down. But I can do some damage. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, martinis are basically just straight vodka or gin as well. So you're going right for it. I'm chewing on that olive. True. I yeah. got blue cheese. I got some calcium. I love the dirty martini. The blue cheese part is the hard part for me to get past. Mm. Uh, so you just want a, a classic olive. You don't want the blue cheese. That's fair. Yeah, like just an Classic olive, but yeah, the blue cheese. It always looks mm-hmm. good, but smell gets you yeah. as you get close. <gasps> yeah, it's a strong choice. Yeah. Okay, well, in the theme of blue cheese olives, um, a quick <laughs> reminder that uh, last week we, in the theme of blue cheese olives. <laughs> <laughs> get it right. Got to nail it. <laughs> in the theme of blue cheese. <laughs> Should I stick with it? What about olive is olive? Like love is love? Can you do olive is olive? In the theme of blue cheese, olives and olive is olive. (laughs) I made it worse. As Lizzie says, as Lizzie always says, olive is olive. (laughs) (laughs) A quick reminder that you are all part of the fanny pack. The PAC, our pussy ass clit organization that um, is dedicated to action. And for Pride, of course, we want you to go buy merch on Society6. All the proceeds of any of the Pride stuff will be donating to Lambda Literary. But if you take action, we all know how everybody loves hot action. If you take action and either tag us on Instagram or send us an email at hiatfangasmpodcast.com with what you did, either donating to Um, A cause like the Trevor Project or Lambda Literary, which um, is awesome if you volunteer, if you call your senators and promote whatever's happening in your state or your country, shoot us a note and we will give you some fun swag, a sticker to wear that (laughs) proudly. So anyway, a quick reminder about that. This is such an important time as rights all over the world are at risk, rights in our very own country if you're American Mm -hmm. are at risk. And so we want to make sure that we're not just showing up, that we're actually putting out. (laughs) That's good. Beautifully said, Danny. That was great. I guess the best way is to either shoot us an email, hi at fangasmpodcast.com, or on social media, tag fangasmpodcast, and then we will get notified. Love it. Danny, that was, you were like, I don't know if I can get this started. And then it went. When you started, it was beautiful. You soared. I think it was the olive is olive really got me in the right mood. Mm. I mean, I'd like to think so. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) They don't call me the queen of segues for nothing. (laughs) Okay, that's all about our future. Should we talk about our past? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of blue cheese and then speaking of blue balls... Last we left the story, there had been no sex with the new fandom. That's as good of a segue as I can do. Blue ball, not bad. Was, wait, can I, can I insert the action zero, one? Zero out of four locos. <laughs> zero. Good. Beautiful. Go. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Didn't someone get their, like, body blew up? <laughs> 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 I'm blue and da ba dee vampire attacked me. <laughs> da dee 
Yeah, we had someone get their body wrecked by a, a vampire, right? And then he got rid of him with like the magic sword. <laughs> Did we read this last year? <laughs> At the start of the episode, Doctor Strange knocks on the door not to join Hermione and Draco in a threesome, but to actually <laughs> cock block it because he has lost the cloth of Arduero. Yes. Oh, that's right. Doesn't it seek out horny people? Hornballs. Horniness, sexual energy. Yeah. And so we were surprised that it found the Witcher because the story went to the Witcher where it was actually quite a scary situation. So we don't know if the black cloth is in this universe, this dimension. Because right now, Geralt and Jaskier, they were traveling and kind of bantering. And then a vamp, Pyrrhic type beast called a flutter or a fleeter, something like that, attacked Jaskier. And that's where we left off, I think. Yeah. So we were in a dire situation. Well, Geralt killed it. And then, but Jaskier was still bleeding. Okay. So, okay. If we need a tourniquet, let's hope this black cloth shows up. Yes. <laughs> You're not using the cloth of Arduero to absorb blood, are you? <laughs> I mean, maybe there's some horniness in that blood. We don't know. We don't know what this thing feeds off of. The sexiest tourniquet I've ever seen. <laughs> Look at the tourniquet on that guy. Ooh. Tourniquet my boner. <laughs> All the blood in there. Tourniquetie. It's bad. I think we tried to make a tourniquet into a sexy pun. <laughs> this podcast is taking us crazy places. Okay, so I say we get into episode four. Yes. Chapter four. Allie, you're going to take us home? We're starting in a bleak place, but I have a feeling it's going to turn. Yeah. Soon. Barbara, don't do us dirty by having three episodes of a lot of sex and one episode that's all about <laughs> gore. <laughs> about Al Gore. <laughs> Let's do it. The bard, now unconscious, was covered in blood. There was too much, and Geralt didn't know if he was going to make it and felt a knot form in his belly. As annoyed as he sometimes got with the fool, and although he would never admit it out loud, this man was his friend, and he did, in fact, care for his well-being. He did his best to staunch the wound and threw him over Roach. Does that mean over your shoulder? Oh, and over Roach is the horse. Oh, Roach is the name of the horse, I think. Forgot about Roach. Oh, poor Roach had to witness this. It's traumatic. Yeah, his brown steed, Roach. Mm. Okay, poor Roach. They were going to have to move quickly and ride through the night. The sooner they got to care Morhen the better his chances were. He climbed atop Roach, Jaskier draped across in front, and Roach raced forward. They made it to Kyer Morin more quickly than he thought possible. Bringing Jaskier into the great hall and yelling for help, Geralt tried to assess the wounds. The fleeter had very large teeth and had torn a rather sizable hole in Jaskier's shoulder. There's so many words that I don't know if I'm saying right, so <laughs> I apologize to Witcher fans. I've only seen a couple episodes, so I don't I don't actually remember. Remember me too? When I was reading in chapter three and we looked it up, we had lots of different opinions. I'm pretty sure it's Gerald. But Jaskier, we were like, is it Jaskier? Jaskier. 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 <laughs> oh, Jaskier. During Pride, it's Jaskier. <laughs> Jaskier. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> the month of June. This is how we pronounce it here. <sighs> The skin was a mess. He wasn't sure if they'd be able to stitch it with how ragged the edges were. A large group of people rushed into the hall, awoken by Gerald's screams for aid. He looked up and saw someone he would never have expected to find in Kyre Morhan. <gasps> Yennefer of Vengerberg. <laughs> Not Yennefer. Not. What is she doing here? Yen? Yenny? Yenny? I thought you- Yenny from The Witch? I thought you were on a cruise. <laughs> Yenny from The Block? If you are not familiar with The Witcher, I would highly recommend looking up Yennefer, who is 
uh, I do believe played by Anya Chalotra and uh, another woman, Grazna Wolajak. Very beautiful. Lovely. Oh, wow. She's so pretty. Smoke show. So Yennefer's a hottie. Good to know. Yennefer of Wengerberg stood before him, concern apparent in her violet eyes. It was a fleeter, Garrett told her. We were attacked on the road here. It dropped from a tree, and before I could draw my sword, it had buried its teeth in his shoulder. Can you help him? He's lost a lot of blood. I did the best I could, but I fear he's lost too much. Yennefer nodded. Okay, she said. I think I can save him. I need herbs, candles, clean cloth, and a hot iron. Mm, Clean cloth? (laughs) (laughs) You rang? I feel like there's like ringing a thing out. He's like twisting himself. You ring. (laughs) She handed a list over to one of the men in the circle surrounding them. He and another man rushed off to get what she needed. Yennefer cut Jaskier's shirt and began to work as the men hurriedly returned, handing her the requested items. Geralt watched her work her magic, her long black hair flowing behind her as she muttered incantations and ground up herbs to put in the wound. In all his travels and through all he's seen and encountered, he'd never come across another woman as beautiful or as terrifying as Yennefer. She was a force to be reckoned with. The color began to return to Jaskier's face and breathing evened out, becoming less shallow. She held her hands over the wound and began to mutter more incantations, speaking faster and faster. The ragged edges of the wound began to smooth and the skin began to knit itself back together. Yennefer stepped back, breathing heavily, a slight sheen of sweat on her brow, the wound now nothing but a small hole now. Still out of breath, she reached over, pulling the iron from the fire, pressing it to the wound. Oh, I cauterized. Oh. Simultaneously cauterizing the wound and pulling Jaskier screaming obscenities from his unconscious state. Hey, at least something's hot in this episode so far. This is so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Jaskier's skin is so hot right now. Mm. <laughs> Branding. Hey, cockerized. Hey, we're in branding too. (laughs) I love brands. (sighs) Once everything had settled down and the men had gone back to bed, the three sat at a table together, filling their bellies and quenching their thirst. A few drinks in, Jaskier remembered the cloth he had found. Oh, he already found the cloth. Wait, when? Yes. Where did he find it? He already found it when they were traveling or something. Yes, I forgot that he had it. Oh, duh, you guys. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. They just like picked it up. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, Jaskier did. Yes, 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 Okay, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. He pulled it from his pocket to examine it better. As soon as it left his pocket, Yennefer felt the magic coming out of it, like waves of warmth against her skin. What is that? She asked. Jaskier shrugged. Dunno, he replied. Found it lying in the road on the way here. Didn't really get a chance to look at it with all the excitement. The material is like nothing I've felt before, though. Fatter than silk, stiffer than a board. <laughs> Finer than silk and moves almost like liquid in your hand, like a really sticky, milky liquid <laughs> in your hand. It's so weird. You know when you're uh, pulling apart a Rice Krispie treat? It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so the cloth got there, Doctor Strange lost it, but we're not sure how it got to this world, right? We know he hopped in a portal. We thought, remember while Hermione and Draco went to bed, the black cloth just blooped. So I think- yeah. It's got a mind of its own. Must be sentient. Hmm. Jaskier handed the cloth to Yennefer for her to examine. She closed her eyes and reached out with her own magic to try and get an idea of what exactly it was. She saw flashes of bare flesh, red satin sheets, and moans of pleasure echoed through her head. She laid the cloth on the table. Well, it's not dangerous, she said. It seems like it could actually be quite fun with the right people. Both men stared at her perplexed. 
Could you be a bit more specific? Asked Geralt gruffly. Yennefer smiled coyly and never breaking eye contact said, it's used for sex. Both men still looked perplexed. Here, I'll show you, she offered. They both nodded and looked at each other before following her back to her room. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Quick pivot. Take a good turn. <laughs> they both nodded and looked at each other before following her back to her room. Once inside, they fixed their gazes on Yen. Oh, she is Yen. Great. <laughs> She watched them both as she slowly tied the cloth around her wrist. She pulled the bow tight and the change was immediate. She felt her body tighten with arousal and she felt removed from her body like she was floating on air. She felt amazing, amazing and incredibly horny. And the two men in front of her were just what she needed to satisfy that particular itch. Wow. Looking at the two men in front of her, she could tell that they felt the magic too. They looked her up and down, desire apparent in their eyes. Jaskier was unable to take his eyes off of her breasts, enraptured by her cleavage, watching them rise and fall with each breath she took. Geralt stood, stoic as ever, waiting for her to make the first move. Yennefer walked over to Geralt, taking his hand and bringing it up to her lips. Looking up into his bright yellow eyes, she sensually kissed his hand, never breaking eye contact. Can't wait for Danny to return. <laughs> well, now's a good time to mention a really nerdy word I learned. The word of the day the other day was triplicity. And it's like an old out of use word for a group of three. So we should try to- Triplicity? <laughs> triplicity. I like that. It's I love when it, I love when I like a word or we like a word and we see it says archaic. Like they're like no like, one. Oh it's no. From the 16th century, a group of three people or things, the state of being triple. Triplicity. Triplicity's great. Cute. Why would that go out of style? I don't know. It's like it's like duplicitous, triplicitous. Oh, yeah. Can you say that? Anyway. Mm. It sounds like a company for people in polyamorous relationships. Like a travel company. I like it. Because you know what? It sounds like Trulicity. What is, aren't they a it travel does. company? Who's Trulicity? Trulicity. I think, I think it's, it's a, a medicine. It's a prescription drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Are you and your special someones frustrated by... <laughs> Having to choose between window and aisle? Are you looking for a three across? <laughs> Book with triplicity. <laughs> if that doesn't work, try Sexpedia. <laughs> Two queen beds. Who gets, you know, ousted? Not with triplicity. We all have California kings. <laughs> or like one of those like three stacker bunk beds. Yeah. Triplicity. <laughs> 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 they're, they're all in it and they're like thanks triplicity <laughs> <laughs> proud sponsor of threesomes okay so anyway they're having a, a triplicity threesome and the precipice of triplicity <laughs> what do you say we show the bard what it really means to lose control assuming you're okay with that Jaskier she said looking over to Jaskier to find him still entranced by her breasts blinking rapidly he came out of his trance I'm sorry what would you like to be with us Really be with us, to get lost in the pleasure, to lose all control and be fully in the moment. No thought of anything else, Yennefer asked him. Jaskier's jaw dropped. He'd assumed that they were going to go off together and leave him wanting as they always did. Quick, quickly regaining his composure, he replied, yes, yes, I think that sounds quite nice, actually. Excellent, Yennefer said, grinning wickedly. And what about you, Geralt? She asked, moving to stand in front of him. You want to show him how it's done and give him the thing he's been yearning for ever since you started traveling together? Nice. Mm. He grunted, nodding slightly. Let's do this. 
This might be the first episode of our podcast that I could convince my aunt to listen to because she loves, she loves Henry Cavill. <laughs> she loves The Witcher oh. and Henry Cavill so much. She's watched it twice. She's, she ended it and then started it right back up. What's her name? <laughs> aunt Linda. Aunt Linda, this episode goes out to you. This is dedicated to Aunt Linda. This is my aunt who, when we first launched Paterotica, she said that we were really <laughs> articulate. She listened to one episode <laughs> and said, you guys, I don't really get it, but you were both really articulate. <laughs> Which aunt called it a blog? <laughs> also that aunt. <laughs> Linda. Aunt Linda, what a goose. Linda, okay. you dog. Yennefer and Geralt embraced and kissed one another deeply. As they pulled away from each other, they both looked over at Jaskier. He looked excited, but a little unsure, as if he didn't know what he was supposed to be doing. They stalked over to him, and they began to run their hands over his body, undressing him as they went. As Yennefer's hand brushed over the front of his pants, she paused for a moment. Well, I never would have expected that, she said, even better than I was hoping for. This is going to be fun. As she said this, she began undoing his belt, and his pants dropped to the floor. Geralt had already removed Jaskier's tunic and was running his hands down his back and then through his hair. They finished removing his clothes and stepped back, admiring the naked man standing in front of them. They looked at one another and then together pushed him back. He stumbled a little and fell back onto the bed splayed out before them. They kissed once more and began to disrobe themselves, watching as Jaskier stiffened even more so. Uh, moving toward the bed, both now bare, they each crawled up, one on each side of Jaskier. Yennefer remained down by his hips and Geralt moving up further. As Yennefer wrapped her lips around his waiting member, Geralt pressed his lips to Jaskier, his tongue begging for entrance. As Yen took his entire length, Jaskier moaned into Geralt's mouth and their kiss deepened. Geralt pulled back and suddenly his cock was pressing against Jaskier's lips and Jaskier hurriedly obliged, opening his mouth and taking as much of him as he could. As Yen bobbed, Geralt began thrusting into Jaskier's mouth, relishing the feel of him moaning and the vibrations they created. It's a, a bobsled sort of. She's it is. She's bobbing for apples. It's like the calliope. We had to do an improv class. Oh, God. <laughs> oh yeah. Suddenly the last thing I knew. Or no, Caligula. Oh, ca- yeah, Caligula. Caligula, so not calliope. Something. Yeah. Caligula, for those who don't know, is there's an improv class in Chicago where... You have to like lay on the floor and roll over each other, but you're like all pretty strangery. So it's like, yeah, when your cock accidentally grazes someone's ear, you're like, I'm so sorry, or vice versa. Sorry, bro. Danny and I Caligula together. Whatever. I remember us standing. No, we were on the floor for ours. I probably blocked it out. I can- naked. Naked <laughs> at a hotel. Like all oiled up. It was funny. <laughs> Who was your level two teacher? Kinky. We had your favorite guy. Ron Jeremy. Just kidding. That's a porn star. Yeah. I was like, cool. (laughs) Ronnie. Ronnie J. Ren. Yen stopped to take a breather and watch the two men together and can feel the magic of the cloth strengthening, dousing them in another wave of warmth. They were drowning in it. Too much and not enough. All at once. It's like an iteration of the movie title, Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's like like some of the other titles they... (laughs) Try it out. <laughs> like, no, too much, not enough, all at once. No, no, no. Everything, all the time, for everyone. No, that's pride. <laughs> so, Allie, that's a really funny sketch. I need to picture them trying to be like just on a whiteboard. <laughs> I know. Trying to like workshop the title. <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny. funny. Uh, Great film. 
Although the feelings in her body were muted, she still felt every touch, caress, every movement. Where's the black cloth at this point? Is it just on the bed or is it just in the room? It's on her wrist. Oh, right, right, right. On her arm. Yeah. Okay. How does everyone know how to use it? It must be intuitive. But what is it doing? It's just making them sexier? Is it just like- I think it's like enhancing like the sexual energy. And then I think it cuts off her ability to orgasm. It like slows it down. That's what it did for Hermione. Yeah. It numbed Hermione, remember? But like, it seems like it's also just like making everyone horny. It's like a decaderm CQ patch, basically. It is. Pumping um, love stuff into her. Sexual energy into your body. (laughs) Decaderm. (laughs) Decaderm, my grammogram. Genius idea. Amazing. Aphrodisiac patches. (laughs) Not bad. It's made with oysters and dark chocolate. (laughs) No. As Jeskier continued to devour Geralt from the dick up. (laughs) That's a line. That's a great. Devour Geralt from the dick up. Wow. Yennefer climbed on top of Jaskier, soaked and wanting, and easily slid his cock into her yearning pussy. They both moaned loudly as she sat all the way, taking in his full length. Although the moan was a bit muffled, she began riding him, grinding her clit against him, rotating her hips. Jaskier pulled away from Geralt to watch. Pulled away from Geralt. Okay. I'm trying to, the logistics, I'm confused. I'm ha- I mean, you know me. Yeah, I needed full diagrams. <laughs> Jaskier fell back into the pillow, staring up at her, giving himself over to the feeling. Geralt positioned himself behind Yen, grabbing the vial of lubricant and slathered his cock in it. She stilled and waited as she felt Geralt began to press against her asshole. <laughs> Such an aggressive term. Her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Ah, I'm my asshole. (laughs) Even with the feeling in her body muted. Oh, so it does do that. Okay. Everything felt so tight. She felt as though she might split in two, stretched to her limits on the precipice of pain and pleasure. Have we had this happen since season four? I didn't remember that this happened in season four. Like since Lily James and Sirius, I think. Oh, duh, bobsled. I know, but I didn't think... I thought she it was just oral. I think Lily, James, and Sirius is one, two, three. This is two and one, I believe. Yeah, this is different. I don't know if you've had this before. I don't think so. This is what they call in the business, I believe, a double penetration. Oh, in the biz. Thank you. <laughs> so my friend Ron calls it. <laughs> the double P. A double penetration. <laughs> I think this might be our first DP. Wow, I think it might. I can't think of another one. Finally, Yennefer coming through. Woo. Thank you, Yen. Yen, thanks for coming, girl. <laughs> Yen in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Yenny from the cock. <laughs> On the precipice of pain and pleasure, Yennefer remained still, waiting for Geralt to fully penetrate her. She felt his hips against her and she began to move a little, careful not to move too much so one didn't slip out. Jaskier reached up and grabbed her hips, stopping her and holding her in place as she and Geralt's eyes met, as he and Geralt's eyes met. I was going to say, I don't know how that happened. As he and Geralt's (laughs) eyes met, they both began to move, quickly falling into a rhythm. As the sound of slapping flesh and pleasured moans filled the air, Yen could feel the shadow of an orgasm building. From what she'd been able to glean from the cloth, now was the time. She reached over and quickly removed the cloth from her wrist. As soon as the cloth fell free, all of the feeling came rushing back to her all at once. She screamed from the force of it, her body tightening and clenching with the strongest, most intense orgasm she had ever had in her life. 
As her body clenched tight again, both men lost it, moaning in unison and filling her with their white hot seed. (laughs) The three stayed, the triplicity stayed like that for a long time, clenching, flinching, spasming from the aftershocks of their orgasms and breathing heavily. (laughs) It was a... It was an eight on the Dictor scale. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Write that down. I will. I love that. None of them had ever experienced anything so powerful or as incredibly sexy as they had just done. Geralt pulled free of Yen, collapsing beside Jaskier. Jaskier then rolled over, placing Yen between them, and that's how they fell asleep. Completely spent and feeling safe, loved, and content. Some hours later, a soft orange glow filled the room as the cloth was once again off to another world. Another job very well done and filled with the sexual energy it had just fed on. It once again found itself in the middle of the road, of a route not often traveled, but it somehow always ended up where it needed to be. Someone would undoubtedly be along shortly. Surely someone would be traveling to Rivendell in need of the magics that only the cloth could provide. So that's Lord of the Rings, right? Oh my gosh. Lord of the Cock Rings, baby. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. The end of this episode and we're headed to the Lord of the Rings territory next. A little teaser. From the hospital to the hospital. <laughs> okay. Guys, wow. I, I picture, I picture that he, since he's traveling, you know the old fashioned like stick and a handkerchief, like a bindle. Yeah, that's him. Is every traveler? That's how he gets around. <laughs> I'm on the weary road. He's the bindle, and he's just carrying a stick. <laughs> the cock is a stick. Can you him. imagine like a human? You know, a human that like holding onto like the monkey bars. Yeah. That because. It's itself a blanket that instead of a human carrying a blanket tied to a stick, it's a blanket oh, holding a stick <laughs> with a human holding onto it, like <laughs> wrapped around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's prancing at his little claws. What can I get you? <laughs> oh my okay, well, let's, whew, let's close this out. When the episode ends, check your underpants is your... Drink up or down. down. <laughs> I mean, up. What are the options? Wow. Devoured from the dick up. <laughs> Devoured from the dick up. We got a triplicity in real life. Wow. A triplicity, a diplicity, a DP. The first double P. Yeah. A DP. A DP. Holy smokes. Okay, I'll say your drink is up, you just said, drink right? Drink is up. Drink yeah. is up, and I'm so glad we spent time in this fandom. Now, this will be the first, if I ever do watch The Witcher, this will be what I imagine was happening behind the scenes. So, great. Another fandom ruined before I even got a chance to enjoy it. It sounded like you said behind the scenes when then they said spilled your <laughs> seeds. So, yeah. Behind the seeds. My drink is also way up. And I think that I'm just also so, the thing that keeps in my brain is that the black cloth, now we know it has sexual powers, sexual healing, and healing powers. Like, it cured Jaskier. So that's crazy. So, yeah. I'm so curious. It opens wounds and it closes them. (laughs) Yeah, it should have hung around a little bit longer. Opening legs and closing wounds since 12 BC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Yen, I am overfloweth. (laughs) My cup overfloweth. What a fun episode. Uh, so much happened in that episode, and I love the cocktails at the end. This is our first trip to Rivendell, right? It is, yeah. yeah. Amazing. 
We've always talked about it because we had on our, I think on our book stack and our website, we have Lord of the Cock Rings. So uh-huh. yeah. And then I, I had the chance to be on uh, that fun podcast, uh, Tolkien. It was a Tolkien pun. What you talking about? It's something like that. Tolkien dirty to me? It was a pun. No, because theirs wasn't sexual, right? It wasn't Tolkien dirty to me. Yeah, I was like, look who's Tolkien. <laughs> I don't think it was that either. A Lord of the Rings and and 90s. <laughs> look who's Tolkien too. Yeah. <laughs> Starring. Uh... <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ah, love it. I was also on the podcast. That's what I'm talking about, which was super fun. So I'm so glad that we're finally here. Oh, I'm so excited. Wonderful. <sighs> okay, well, stay tuned till next week where we enter uh, a new fandom and someone else hopefully gets entered. So yay, bingo. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Music League, pack, go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.